So oh. that's pretty much how it's going. You're taking a shot right now, Kendra. Yeah, but I don't have a shot down here my bar. I, my stuff's upstairs, so just one. It's You're been a just week. pulling it from the bottle. Make it bubble. Look at that. That's not a shot. That's a gulp right that's there. Enough. No, that was like, I'm good. One, whew, I'm good. All right. We're live, guys, back. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to the 10th episode of Beauty and the Beast podcast <laughs> with Kendra Lust, Woo. myself, the beauty. She's the beast. And we made a couple <laughs> bit of changes over here. Say what's up to the fans, Kendra. Hey, everyone. I missed you guys. Um, we had a lot of fun in Vegas and we decided normally we wouldn't do this, but um, we took a little break. So we enjoyed Vegas uh, with our masks and yeah, we're back and we can't wait to tell you what we did. Oh, we're a cock locked and ready to rock everyone. Uh, first and foremost, we're going to change the platform out. We're just going to let you guys know towards the end of the podcast, you know, we usually have the marry, fuck, kill um, type deal, but we switched it up to porno wedding fight the different types of sex you can have with someone instead of doing that we're all banging these people that we're picking we're just different styles and different wild like lifestyle of sexual content i guess how aggressive would you be that porno that wedding night or just that aggressive after fight sex uh as well as we are not doing hotties of the week no more we switched it up we are doing beauty and the beasts so that way we can get guys and girls that are just hulking out in the gym or looking just model like ultra pretty style and we wanted to share the love with all you all so tell them a little bit about it tell them a little bit about it kendra wait before we get started though i need to see your shirt i need to see what's going on there oh, can you see my shirt i need it i think everyone wants to see what's going on there most people don't know this but uh let me back up Look at that. I like it. So what is this obviously symbolizes? Um, I don't know what that is. What kind of, no, is it's, it? a 30, it's a 39 cal. Um, basically, what they're okay. calling it like that. It's just a gun on a, a chain. And um, in Vegas, there are dance teams. And uh, I used to be a dance coach. I used to work inside. I shouldn't say dance coach. I used to work inside of a dance studio. And I was a tumbling mm -hmm. coach for a lot of these kids. And I was spotting them. Um, and... I've been into dance with everything. It was a big part of my life. These kids changed my life. So as I went to Vegas, you know, I didn't really work for anybody, but uh, I just would go around and see the dance team and support the dance teams. And there is a, uh, a dance team out in Vegas that were selling shirts. And if you're selling shirts, you're part of a dance team, you want to get money, you call Julian Marquez because I am going to buy it to support you and your team. Yeah. I know the struggle. I know how, how tough it is to be a part of a dance studio and to, to make money. So these kids were, you know, they travel all around um, the Midwest, the East Coast, um, pretty much anywhere in the country to go to dance competitions. They're from California. So they had this dope t-shirt that a couple of them, mm -hmm. um, one of them said, battle me, that's a sin. Or the other one is the one that I have. It is a uh, rope chain that has, it's holding a gun at the bottom. And it almost looks like an Uzi. But like, as you see, it's a gun and has a pencil on it. Like I, That's the part that threw me off. I was like, okay, that looks like a gun. But the, the, the point there, I wasn't sure. So, and then I wasn't sure if you were in like some Jesus attire. I wasn't sure what was going on down there, but. Um, I'm switching it up. You know, I'm out here supporting. See, the thing is, is not only do I support you, Kendra, and I support everyone. I'm here just to make sure everybody makes it. Cause that's our main goal, right? Like. Yeah. 
if if you win, I win. You know, that's how I look at it. So um, especially kids, man, kids love dancing and it's it's expensive. The different yeah. attire that they have to get, the clothing, the props, the the amount of time that their family has to, you know, put into travel into all these destinations. And it's it's pretty wild. So I, I support it. Fun I and love, but I, I love gangster. that. I love it. I love it. Repping the dance team in Kansas City. That is or in Vegas. That yeah. is so awesome. And I know firsthand about and I won't get too much into it, but being a dance mom and now my little one's like, yeah, I'm gonna go back into dance and I'm thinking do you have not enough already because I am not like dance mom I'm like sports mom I'm like okay I'm a warm body if you guys need me in the back like I volunteered you know when she she would do it and stuff so I enjoyed it but I was like lost you know luckily there was a girl from high school who was like she's awesome her name's Jamie and you know who you are Jamie I love you got nothing but love for you and uh she was Jamie that I know not that Jamie oh boy I was gonna say daddy though I love her. She's adorable. I absolutely love her. But um, Jamie, oh, she's like, here, Michelle, like, well, real name. <laughs> Sorry, Kendra. Anyway, so good times. It's intense. So props to all of you dance supporters, dance moms, and most of all kids. So cool. Okay. So let's talk about Vegas. Let's Tell talk about Vegas. Me. I know at first, I didn't uh, think you were going to come out. I was like, if he doesn't come out and he pimps us, I am not going to be happy, but I wasn't going to be too mad. I was just going to give you crap about it. So I'm so glad you came out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, last time for most of you guys that are listening, uh, I, they invited me out and it is like one of the most iconic moments that, that photo of you and Jamie, where she's backing her ass up into yeah. you and your face again is just like, you're like, uh, that, wow, that, that shock of being mm-hmm. blown away by this beautiful princess in front of you, just showing this massive culito. And it's been, it's all over the internet that people tag you and they've even memed it out. But I was supposed to be there at night um, and I fell asleep. Uh, I fell asleep on them and I felt like- I'm texting her right now, just so you know. You're texting her, let her text her up. I yeah. know, she is so cute. Eventually her and I are gonna throw down. She just doesn't know it yet. And then this, this Vegas trip, I wasn't as, it's like, it wasn't normal. So like my mindset was a little different. I felt like I didn't have enough time to plan for the trip. And then the whole mask thing threw me off, you know? So I was kind of, and then one night I got sick, not from drinking too much. However, I've done that before. Um, so I was just, I felt bad because I wasn't like my normal self. So I cannot. No one really is right now though. Yeah, I know. But I was just like, not as fun and bubbly, you know, as uh, I It was am. a great time. It was a great time. So we started off, we, you guys called me up to meet you up at Andiamo's Steakhouse, right? Yes. This is a steakhouse for you listeners that love food, that love to explore meat. Um, I'm telling you this, I, I've been a lot of places in Vegas. I've been to Herbs and Rye. I love that. I've mm. been to the steakhouse inside of uh, Circus Circus, the steakhouse inside mm. of um what is that the uh uh oh man it's over there off of uh, morton's i don't know there but there as well but uh south point they had a steakhouse inside there i've been to sls i've been inside a a lot of that's like swing lifestyle i don't know what that is swing lifestyle yeah well sls is like that the hotel style oh yeah yeah i actually stayed there you're getting a little you're getting wild over here i see what you're going for Um, i am my mind's a different place right now it's okay. We're all in that place 24 seven. If 
we're always going to keep our mind in the gutter, especially on this podcast. But this steakhouse, I'm telling you, at Andiamos, man, uh, the GM is Richard, right? Richard Wilk. Richard Wilk. This guy, first thing I do, I walk up. I've never been there before. It's a nice, just scenic little area. It's a, You can dress into any kind of attire. Mm-hmm. You can dress all the way up to the nicest suit and dress you have. Or yeah. you can just go in there off the street of... Fremont it's inside the D but I walk up there and Richard's there and he's already cracking jokes when we were passing information back and forth and he's telling me about his steaks and you know we just had a good conversation but these steaks I'm telling you are so delicious I, I don't know what they do to make the steak but it's tender it's soft it tastes like butter I was only allowed to have just a little bit yeah. But I ate mine. I ate Professor X's steak. I was eating everything I could in there. This this meat melted in your mouth. And mm-hmm. I don't mean in a sexual way. I mean in a very hungry way. It was But no, but food can be sexual. Like it is just as satisfying. Like it is. You're right. You're so right. it's right. you know, it's like gluttony, lust. Anyway. But yeah, it was yeah, pretty sinful. So um yeah, I I had the sea bass, which was really good. I don't know why. I just, you know, I got a lot of meat over the weekend, I mean, prior to. So I was totally good with just getting some sea bass, you know, whatever. Omega-3s. Yeah. Delicious style. Delicious setup. Even the sea bass was, it came out and they gave a, I saw someone got, it wasn't sea bass. They got the, the lobster tail. And it was the yeah. first time I've ever seen them come out with a candle and a contraption like a, a clay or not even as a ceramic contraption that held a, yeah. a pan on top where they put the candle and they poured butter inside that pan mm-hmm. so it never would lose the heat to the butter so you would have delicious that just lets you know the detail that andy almost has when it comes to providing their food and absolutely just it, it's it's never it's never a, a waste of time to travel around to get some delicious steak. I promise you. That. you know, yeah. And I know you, you were a little hesitant. You're like, okay, steak at Andiamo. I don't know about this. And I was, I felt the same way because you know, the Andiamo here in Detroit or the one we have, you know, it's good, but it's, it's franchised out. And I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know. I wasn't a huge, I mean, I liked it, but it wouldn't be like one of my favorite res- Italian restaurants to go to. And then uh, over the past few years, Richard and I have been talking he's like, yeah, you got to come in. So now it's like, I have to go there every time. The service is great. The chef is great. Everyone is just, it's great service. It's a good, the, the ambiance is great. Um, so yeah, so I love it. So thank you, Richard. We enjoyed our steaks and sea Oh yeah. And- On top of it, Richard yeah. didn't even just, he showed out. Plus this shows you the type of hospitality they have. So there's a lot of famous actors, actresses, musicians, um, CEOs, just anybody that's anybody that knows about this place has gone there. And mm-hmm. Richard also keeps it private. So when they show up, he doesn't share the pictures till later, things like that. But the type of service he gives, it's Kendra's birthday on the 18th. We go there a week prior mm-hmm. and he comes out and creates an entire cake. Notice we had five people there. Yeah. An no. entire cake. XO style cake. I'm telling you this type of cake, if you went yeah. anywhere to make this cake or buy this cake to get made, it's looking to a hundred plus dollars, if not more. Um, I'm not a baker, but I can tell you this right now and had delicious, juicy, fresh golden fruit on the top with banana, strawberries, everything. And I'm just telling you, and they came out to sing happy birthday to I you. Know. 
I know that was so sweet. So I'm forever grateful always to Richard. Um, you guys check it out. If you've never, well, definitely if you have, have never been to Fremont street, you guys have to go down there and check it out on the ammo. So thank you guys. So that was, that was cool. We kind of like a little friendship dinner. Um, what else? Uh, we, well, there was a lot that you weren't around for because it was like during the day and you were training or whatever, yeah. but you know, the pools were not the same because every, you know, you go down, you have to wear your mask, which I get it. And then if you don't have a drink in your hand, they're, you know, they're coming over and, and, you know, it's like they're, they're, you know, standing guard, you know, and, and I don't know, it just kind of, it was like an intense feeling. Like if you're not wearing your mask, you know, so you'll get in trouble, you'll get kicked out because apparently, and I didn't realize this, there are undercover people from the CDC, from the um, OSHA, from wherever. They're trying to trap everybody. They're trying to get fined. So um, you know, they were doing their job and they were cool about it for the most part, but it was just such a buzzkill, you know, mask, mask. It's mask. super weird because like in Kansas city, you know, I was sitting down at dinner the other day with uh, family and friends and it was a bunch of us and none of us had to wear our mask, but in yeah. Vegas, they made us wear our mask between sips. Like we were yeah. unable to take the mask off unless we were, yeah. you know, unless we were taking a drink. And even after that, you had to put it back on and they would literally come and approach us every night yeah. or every time. Yeah. It was one of our friends. Why can't he re- has to remain nameless for now. Um, he was there and we're gambling at the blackjack table and I'm nervous because I don't want to screw up people. I don't know how I'm doing, you know, I'm just like there for the sites and stuff. Like, I don't really care. But, um, <laughs> The whole time he's like breaking the rules, not wearing, you know, not wearing the mask. And we see the, the guy behind the counter, he keeps looking over at us. And I'm like, oh man, he's eye banging us. Like we're, we're fucked. Like he's going to come over and say, so he goes, you know, eventually, man, you're going to have to pull that mask up. You're going to have to put it on eventually. So he's like, he did it all. Like he was so Oh yeah. <laughs> we're going to give just... that, we're going to give that person a name. The one we have to keep disclosed. We're going to call him Z. Yeah. And, uh, Z. So Z ends up, he was cracking me up all night, man. He, he's one of my favorite people to be around. He's fun. Um, so I can see him being kind of just like that, that, that guy that's just like snapping back at everyone. Cause again, they're following you around telling you to do this. Like literally it almost feels like you're in trouble 24 seven. If you don't have your mask on, it's like, man, come on. But yeah, at- we're just going to call him Chet. That's his Chet Lebinsky is his name. Chet that's, Lebinsky? He's got, he's, Chet Lebinski is his name for real. Like, for real? That's his Vegas name. We gave him a few years ago. Okay. We'll he knows who Lebinsky. he is. So Chet Lebinski yeah. and uh, what was, it was Mandy, right? Um, no, Nettie. Nettie. I don't know why I went, I, I, I don't I know why. Anyways, anyways okay. Nettie, we're going to give, we're going to give Nettie a fun one. So Chet and Nettie were, uh, they were, they were playing this game called quarters. Now, if you guys have oh. never seen this before i thought quarters was where you take a, a an actual quarter you hit it on the table and it goes inside of a shot glass but yeah. she's like no that's not the quarters that we play and i'm like what quarters do you play so she takes a quarter and shoves it in her ass crack on the outside of her pants has the core or has like the cup on the ground and you have to hover over it and squat down to where you can allow the the clinching of the cheeks to spread open and drop the quarter inside of the shot glass. I was yeah. like, what? I've never heard of that before. I know. I was just like, I loved her spontaneity. She was like, yeah, whatever. Like, she, and I'm like, what the hell is that? What was she doing? And all of a sudden it's like, she's doing this weird walk. I'm like, why is she walking like that? And I realized she quartered her ass. Oh, I was watching this whole time. Like 
we, I was sitting there with uh, Lebinsky and we were just kind of like, we were talking and we both looked at each other when she brought this up and we're like, no. And he, he ended up telling her like, oh, I'll give you X amount of dollars. You make, she's like, oh, for sure. So like oh, she yeah. didn't even walk over. And then as we had the cup down, she didn't walk over and put it in. She actually put it in before and waddled over. So yeah. you caught the waddle and I'm watching the whole thing going down. Like, oh my God, this is like, how is this done on video? And I think Minsky got it on video, but whole that's, that's just, that's night one, by the way. Night one. That's yeah. night one. That was good. But I mean, we were limited. There was not much going on. Oh, what about, wait, just wait the rest of night one. When we're walking on Fremont street and then this, this guy, uh, it's what, $20 to kick him in the balls. Oh yeah. What yeah. What the hell was that about? Either he doesn't have balls. Okay. Or he's really hard up for money because I, or he really likes the pain. So it's like one of three options. I did not have the heart to kick him in the balls. And Nettie's like, come on, Ken. She calls me Candy. She's like, come on, Candy, just kick him in the balls. I'm like, I cannot do that. She's like, he likes it. I'm like, you do it. And I'm like, I just don't even want to touch this guy, but he's just standing there like waiting, you know? Waiting for the next person. Yeah, it, it got real famous. I saw that on, uh, on Instagram. It was being shared a lot. I've been out there. I never really saw until that night um i ran off to the bathroom but from what i'm assuming is that there's some sort of contraption like a magic trick style where he has some sort of like his pants um hang out super low and he's standing on it to where no. when you kick the it never reaches his his testicles when you kick it so that's why he makes you go straight up because i would push kick this dick like that's my my yeah. thing it's like oh i can kick you well i'm going straight for spinning back kick right to the dick see if you can take that you know, I'm, I'm with it. I would like, if I'm going to pay you 10 bucks to kick you in the dick, well, I'm going to make sure I want the kick that I'm going to have. Oh, that's not 20. messed up. That was I'm, top dollar for that dick kick. $20 for a dick kick and the people in the UFC do it for less. You know what I mean? So Roni had a nice, you know, spinning back kick last night, but. Oh, he did. Anyway, he we'll did. talk about that. Mm -hmm. That was a wild one. Um, yeah. But yeah, then the next night, let's fast forward. We had the next night in Vegas. We went to uh karaoke bar you guys were all at the the party um you know going out and drinking day drinking at the pools and all that but yeah. again i had to i had my fight november 14th so i had to stay on track make sure i went there so i wasn't able to hang out with all you fun people but everyone came over to the karaoke bar we set it up and uh i'm gonna first say this if you guys wah, are listening. Wah, wah. this is the thing so in our experience in the situation that we had is very different than what you guys had, or if you guys are listening, have gone there or anything. And I'm just want to explain to our experience. Now the atmosphere was fun. We had a great time, awesome. but setting it up, we, we contacted them to, you know, Hey, we have X, Y, Z people. Like, can we get in here? They're like, Oh yeah, we'll get you a bottle and we'll have you sit there, which the bottle package was like uh, a bottle of Tito's and like Please. two hours, which is totally fine. You yeah. know? And they're like, well, we're going to put you in the biggest one because we had 16 people there. Now, we get there and we contact the person. We're like, hey, uh, you know, we're here. He's like, okay, wait in line. We're like, what? Wait in line. It's a long line, long list of line. Okay. And it's okay. We get it. We understand. We're yeah. waiting in line. So we wait in line for 30 minutes. 
which which is in crazies because Kendra, I don't think you ever wait in line in any place in Vegas. The only place, and I'm not like, oh yeah, I don't wait. I'm a diva, but you know, you know, I'm lucky. Like we know hosts and stuff, so we'll they're they'll graciously put us on the guest list or whatever, and blah blah blah. I've only waited in one line when I was like, man, and at first I was like, why am I waiting this line? And then I saw Paul Pierce in the line. I was like, okay, I get it. He's waiting in line too. Like I mean, Paul Pierce is Paul Pierce. You know, and which so, club were you at? Yeah, we were at. I believe it was one of the clubs and I want to say it was the Bellagio. It was like, no, 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 no. I take that back. I think it was either for Kelvin Harris or somebody else. It was like. So you're big, talking about you're watching yes, one of like yes, the yes. best DJs out there that has yes. some of the greatest music yeah. and you have all these top stars that are in, with you as well, trying to get in line. You're all waiting in line. I get it. But we're talking about a karaoke place that just that opened is. mid-pandemic, yeah. trying to get their name out there. They make us wait in line, which is cool. We wait in line. Then yeah. he, they realize like, oh, shit, we're not going to make them wait at line. Because, again, we had a, com a combined just of people around to promote for them. We had a combined on Instagram and social media following over 20 million followers. Yeah. Combined with everyone that was there. Yep. So, um, because you weren't just the only superstar that night. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. I like so, that. Yeah. Which is the best part. Like, we brought little the most Katie, people. Cute little oh, Katie. Cute I love her. She is so sweet. Yeah. Um, Jamie, more. Oh, Morgan didn't come out, which I was fun. But uh, Bonza was, Nibio was out there. Yeah. Um, yes. Your was there. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Him alone. Okay. Chat. Yeah, come him on. alone He's as like, well. So, we get in, we get there, and they're like, okay, hey, follow us. So, like, he pulls me aside to, to check in for it. They check us in. And then what's messed up, they're ready to take us. And then they take an entire different group before you guys. And they, like, make us wait another additional 10 minutes. So, like, this time, you know, we're 30 minutes waiting in line, waiting yeah. for all these people. We finally get in there. And they put us in a room, like a, a medium-sized room. Cool. We're having fun. We're doing it. Immediately, the moment we sat down, we ordered crazy stuff. They ordered bottles. They ordered shots. They ordered everything yeah. that pretty much nullified that free bottle. Like who cares about the free bottle? Yep. Well, so we go there and, uh, you know, Ponzinibbio and I went off and we kind of like left the karaoke place, which is like the scene inside of it was amazing. Like when you walked yeah. into it, it was a horseshoe yeah. style table. You had a lot yeah. of, uh, you know, nostalgic like lights everywhere yeah. going everywhere. It's like, music playing loud you have screens all over the place like it looks like a palace inside there right yeah i liked it i like the private rooms like with your party it was kind of cool you yeah, know isolated from everyone so then we ended up me and pons and we walked around and we realized we're in the small room and right. we kind of were like hey you know kind of giving shit like hey yeah. like these rooms are empty <laughs> and they fit way more like let's get in there and they're like oh you know we could put you in there for $4,000. I'm like, nah, we're not going to pay $4,000 yeah. for your room. They're like, well, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather's coming tonight and he's paying five. And I'm like, hmm. Floyd ain't paying shit to get inside your That's deal. right. Yeah. Hell no, he's not. Or he's not coming. He's not coming. Why would he go to your place over his bar? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So sure. either way, but then we in there and you know, is what it is. So we start singing. We're ripping the music, right? We had some good times. Chuck, or I should say Professor X, uh, what is it? Well, what was it? Uh, Lebinsky and myself were just ripping up his favorite song. We had Miley Cyrus. Yes, uh, Party in the USA. I love oh, Miley, man. by the way. 
I love her. Like she's just, okay. Just adore her. She is a badass. I love her so much. I've walked out. I've walked out to her song twice. Wrecking ball. I love her too. She's my babe. She's awesome. I love her. She's my babe. That's my babe. I get her first. I'm open. I'm I'm open. open. I'm not, I'm not going to say no. Right. (laughs) But yo, we're having a great time. We're having fun. And then you leave to go find some women. Well, this I was just what... kind of going out in the bathroom and I see these pretty ladies and I thought we've got some few single fellas, like, let's just, Hey, so I was like, Oh, Hey girls, you know, whatever. And, um, I was like, you know, I've got a few single friends. If you guys want to come hang or whatever. Yeah. So, so this yeah. is like, like, I'm telling you fellas, ladies, gentlemen, if you ever need a wingman, Kendra is that for you. I'm telling you, we're inside this room. We're singing. We're having a fun time. It's cool. And all of a sudden, Kendra walks in with like five to seven baddies. And they're yeah. still coming in the door. And yeah. I'm just like, what is going on? So these girls are coming up. They're introducing ourselves or their selves. And we're just sitting here like, okay, here comes the party. Um, yeah. You know, everyone's get, everyone's hyper. Everyone's happy. And then all of a sudden, some like, little small lady with a mask on just comes storming in and gets face to face with me. Like a wrecking ball. She came in. That was a wrecking ball. She came in like a wrecking Wrecking ball. ball. Uh, She comes in and she gets into my face and she goes, wait, what are you doing? Who's paying for this? Who's going to pay for this? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And she just is literally, I'm I'm over here looking at you because I'm like curious, like, what did you just do? I thought you broke something. I thought you hit somebody. I thought you did something ridiculous because mm-hmm. I've, I've never had someone get in my face and like ask for money and demand money and yeah. ask who's paying for it. So like, I thought you, we got in trouble and they're like, each girl is $200 a head to yeah. be in the Dang. room. They're model girls. Yeah. And she was like, well, I need 2,200 bucks. And at first off, I was like, we can get a stripper and a hooker for way less. Right. That would do way more. For sure. But I was just like, wait a minute. And like, she like went at me and I looked at you. The lady came over to you and started talking to you. Yeah. And I was just basically telling them, get the fuck out. We're not paying. Like, we don't have to pay for that. You yeah. know, like, bye. Absolutely. And so she, in the middle of this, just says, all right, everyone out, everyone out. And I'm just sitting there like, and like, she's pushing people out, yeah. uh, like these ladies out. And I was just like, wait a minute. I felt bad for the girls, but she was wrangling them up like cattle. Oh, like, she was like if they were escorts and, and she was the pimp and like, you ain't making my money we're, we're you're not in here. But it was like embarrassing because like everyone kind of looked over at us and it was in the sense like, wow, like first off, it wasn't like, we're not going to buy them, but how do you just say, Hey, um, these are this, like, we're going to have the ladies like slowly go out instead of you mushing them out. Like we just got in trouble because we found, you found a bunch of beautiful women and you did what you should do. Yeah, I was just being friendly, you know. I guess that's a crime, you know, if you're not paying. But you know, I get it. And and you know, in hindsight, I'm thinking about it, you know, if there's some single guys out there that, you know, maybe don't really have the ability to, I don't know, maybe have the game to like pick up a girl. So maybe they want to take some pictures to show their friends. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of like bragging rights for some guys, you know. I know Absolutely. we can't relate. And it's cool. No, you know, I'm in it. I honestly yeah. I have a lot of friends that have promotional services like that where yeah. they get girls that you pay to come out with you and look party. And it's, it's amazing. Don't get me wrong, but 
whenever you only have, because we counted, you only have five people, like yeah. five booths out of this whole place all night, six maybe. Yeah. That are filled and you don't have no one really renting these girls out. It's like, well, you can take photos with them and it would just help boost your, you know, it would help boost these, this yeah. promotional models yeah. or these model girls or whatever. But they didn't, sure. they didn't want, they don't see that. They just, yeah, see no, money. They see all they wanted was money. money now they don't, you know, instant gratification. Yeah, it was money. And like, so anyways, that goes down. We kind of like cool off, do whatever. And they kept yeah. calling me outside to talk to me like, oh, you know, would you send out, would you post a picture? Like we don't just, you posted a live video for 30 seconds, took it out and you got 18,000 views. Oh yeah. We just did a quick live. Yeah. That was fun though. I mean, yeah, that was fun. It was more for my fans. It wasn't really about. No, but that's what's crazy. You only did it 13 yeah. seconds. So we showed them and we're like, so they can't have any, you don't want any of this promotion type deal. And they're asking, they're like, well, Hey, uh, tell Kendra, she needs to post a, a photo on her store or on her uh, Instagram on her wall for us. I'm like, nah, you're not, we're not going to post it. Yeah. Like that's one, we don't have a good camera to take a photo in this light. This yeah. deal. And two, whenever they're like, oh, it's money, money, money. It's like, well, look, you got to pay now too. Like, right. And they wrangled our ladies out. Like, come on, you know, uh-uh, buzzkill. So, uh-huh. but besides that, then the night ends up going and we're, we're going to town. We're partying, we're dancing. Your girl, Katie Cush is getting wild She's over so there fun. in the quarter. She looks gorgeous. She's wearing that blue tight, you know, top with that just extra, extra squeezing the beautiful booty. Little booty. Little I know, booty she was so pants. cute. Uh, and she was getting down, she was dancing. Then you had your your girl, uh, Jamie, she was there. She was doing yeah. you a lap dance and I have yeah. that video. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you guys were going in. Yeah. And then uh, your boy, Johnny, what is it? Johnny. Uh, real Johnny, real Johnny Castle. Real and Johnny. then um, his girl, well, yeah, you know, I don't want to say girl, but a friend or whatever, Jenna, and I won't yeah. give all her info, but yeah, she was there, which was great. Your guy and uh, who else did we have? Yeah, I think just we had Jenna. Alonzo. We had your your people. Alonzo, he's so quiet. Our Red Bull champion, our yeah. friend Adam. Oh, dude, crazy. That was wild. This guy had a, a tower of Red Bull in that okay. place. I literally it was a Christmas tree of Red Bull, and I was like, "What is going on over here?" There was there was at least there was at least two hundred dollars worth of five dollar Red Bulls. He's nuts. He's like, as many as I can get for $100. Yeah, dude. He's so what? cute. I love Alonzo. I put him on the, on our, the, the, uh, the live video. I was like, Alonzo. He's like, yeah, he's so cute. I've never seen him in a bad mood. So the coolest part while we were at that karaoke bar, we were looking and I look over and I had my, and I'm so happy that I have this like quick boomerang, but it's Jamie oh, putting her ass right in your face yeah. again. So like the historic that picture that's everywhere. Yeah, she my was giving you a lap, but the reaction you had, and it, I will post it on this video as well. The reaction you had, your eyes went wide, you leaned back, and you had this beautiful, petite woman with this fat, juicy booty yes. in your face, and you were just at awe. I know. It was like a pillow. So nice. I love it. So yeah, that was great. I just wanted it, and the song was "All I Want for My Birthday Is a Big Booty Ho," oh, and hey. my was whatever. I don't know the whole song, but I was just loving it. I'm like, okay, I'm going with it. I'm buzzing. I'm feeling good. So you were getting down to it. I love that. I love that. That was a fun time. And uh, 
But yeah, the night goes on. They ended up, uh, we ended up going to close the checkout and they were charging us for extra stuff. They didn't tell us when our time was up. They yeah. charged us for the original two hours. And then they tried to charge us for an additional two hours, two hours before we left. They're like, oh, you're here till 4.45 and it's 1.30. And we're like, why are we here till four? We didn't like agree to this. Like, So they basically were just, they kind of treated us foully. And I think there was just, we had money and we were paying yeah. and they just wanted more. And look, this is the thing. It was just a bad experience at the point and your experience may be different at Camero. Um, but I will tell you this, we probably wouldn't go back there. Um, it was fun, but it wasn't as fun as what we paid for and how we felt when we left. And that's what it's all about is the feeling when you leave. We had a blast, but how from the lady pushing us to them trying to squeeze us for more. And I, and even then everybody tipped out yeah. a ridiculous amount. Like everybody, like they made money. So it wasn't the issue. It was just the experience itself. So we dip out of there and we had uh, I don't think I saw you the rest of the time there. Yeah, I don't really know what happened. All I know is I woke up naked. That's oh, Vegas. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Vegas. You can't just stop there. You can't stop there. I, I don't remember. Like, oh, that was anal sex night. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because I, um, was that anal sex night? What night was anal sex night? Yeah, I think that was anal that sex was, night. Uh, that, that would have to be it because I remember you telling me you were going back to the, the everyone's going back to gamble and you're like, I'm going back to get some. Yeah, throw down. Yeah, yeah. yeah throw down is what you use. That's the term you use is throw down. Throw down. Yeah. Like when I, when I hear throw down, I think you guys are about to scrap. You're about to, you know, throw them bows, but you're talking about throwing dick. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting that. Yeah, that's what <laughs> happens. That was good. It was good. You want to throw down, baby? Like it's okay. So it's not the best. Like sometimes I'm like a guy, not very good. Like, want to throw down? Like, you know, you ain't talk to me all day. Like, I don't even get a vibe that you want to. You just come to bed and you think that you're gonna get. Yeah, I think I am gonna get from you. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. you're in control. I, I don't work say. that way. I don't work that way. I need this. Send me a dirty text. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Fuck, I suck. How like how much more? Um, how much more want? is if does a female have when it comes to sex like how what is their sex drive is it is it higher than the male or is it it's not same? it's not it you know statistically no when you're in your prime like guys guys just always well i shouldn't say always i lie you know you're right it's not always it's an age thing so it's like i think when like older women just i don't know we're just more spontaneous we just want it when we want it. We know we can get it. We know what we're doing. We know how to take it, you know, so it's different. So it's just like a confidence thing. So, so yeah, just, I think it's just, you know, guys in their prime, like 18 to 30, some, I don't know, guys are always, guys are always hornier, but I think like just women become a little bit more confident and more willing to kind of take what maybe they've always thought about, but didn't take or act on it. I think they don't act on it because they're, yeah. they're slut shamed. Um, you know, I think that they, they don't want to be perceived because if you're a guy and you go around and you're slaying it all, everybody wants yeah. advice and how to get it. You know, yeah. they think you're the right. king, you're the man, you're this, or you're a douchebag is usually how it goes. Yeah. And then whenever they see a girl that goes around and gets it all the time, she's a fucking whore. Right. You know, but like, it makes no sense because like, I mean, I get it. You know what I mean? Like they say, you know, you have one key that unlocks a lot of locks. That's a master key. You have one lock that gets unlocked by a bunch of keys. It's a shitty lock. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, who gives a fuck? 
You know what I mean? Like if you're rocking it, you like it, you know what you want, go after it. I don't care. It's one life. It's a double standard that I don't, I don't sit and feel bad about. I used to feel bad about it, but I'm past that. I don't really care when I die. You know, I don't think people are going to say, man, you know, she was a real whore, but she did a lot for the kids. You know, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be like this, you know, are they going to really just say, I mean, when I feel like you do enough good, it outweighs the bad, you know, not that it's bad. See here I am saying bad, but that's it's just, just bad. It's, it's not. life. It's how everyone perceived it. You know, yeah. many years ago, people were not, you know, happy about people being openly gay. They didn't like that. They, they thought it was a sin. They, they would swear up and down. I mean, you had all these different cases with people that would, you know, get murdered because of their preference, their sexual preference. And then today you have people walking in parades, taking photos, putting them, being idolized, being UFC champions for openly gay. And it's like, you know, times have changed and it's 2020 now. And I think people are starting to realize like who really gives a fuck. Yeah. At the end of it, I feel like at the end of your life or, you know, you know, at my funeral, I don't think people are going to really care how many people I bang. I, I don't think they are. I think, you know, when I leave this earth, whenever it is, I just want people to be like, you know what? She was uh, a fun person. She was positive. She was loving. She would, you know, help anyone. Like those are the things that matter. Not who you bang. I mean, unless you're banging, you know, you're causing like, you know, like family breakups or, you know, like your families. I feel like that's like, you talking about what like a moral like i have a moral compass like as far as like i would this, this is just me and not everybody and i'm not judging people but i'm just saying like you know if a woman goes out and she breaks up a family like she's having an affair with a married man and and you know what i'm saying like multiple times like that's that's oh i thought you meant incest like you're you're having mm-hmm. sex with your sister like that people from alabama do no uh, but i'm I mean, kidding it's a joke everybody yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I feel like, you know, that is like, you know, that's not cool. Like you shouldn't, you know, anyway. Uh, I get it. Look, this is the thing at the end of the day, you know, I I realized this as I started growing up and I kind of watched people and I watched the world and I watched how they act. And it doesn't matter if you wear white shoes. It doesn't matter if you wear black shoes. It doesn't matter if you wear Nikes or Reeboks. Someone's going to dislike what you do because that's just how they want to be. They just don't ever want to give you the benefit of the doubt. But whenever you, you know, at the end of your lifetime, if you look back and you look at it and you're like, you know, I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have done that. You know, this person was going to judge me. This person hated me. As long as you're doing no harm to nobody, but you're living out your dream and you're loving it, who gives a shit? If you're a girl and you want to get down and dirty, you know what? Do it. You got it. Who cares? Instagram. You can slide into his DMs. <laughs> slide on in. I will I will talk back to you. Yes. Females. I just don't have I don't have that look for males though. Like I can't like do I see guys and I'm like, damn, that dude's a handsome looking man. But I just right. don't have that openness Neither. to be like, you know, I'm I'm not that. I can't switch both ways, you know? Okay. okay. It's just it's me. So guys, I, I appreciate you thinking that I'm part of the bear community. I appreciate that. And I will support your bears. I will support your otters. But please do not send me any fucking dick pics because Kendra keeps sending me fucking dick pics. And I'm getting dick pics left and right. I've had more dick pics than I've had nudes. I got another one for you, actually. Don't fucking send me that. Don't. 
I keep getting these dick and it, like, and they're at the worst times I open my phone and it's almost like, should I open this message from Kendra? You're now starting to get there. Yes. I, I've got a couple, actually a couple good ones, but we'll get to those later. I'll surprise you. I'll like okay. surprise you. Let's get some, uh, let's get some of these fan questions that we got going on over here. Um, I actually have, uh, the relationship question that popped up, um, earlier and, uh, Hey, don't want to look for it. I'm going to summarize it. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Oh, shit. So here is the question. All right. Ready. God, why do I feel like I need one more shot? Maybe. I'll go so, take another uh, shot. Take another shot. I think. Max, you know, he does. I mean, he doesn't even really like anal as much as like, and I'm, okay. I'm very weird about being clean. So I literally and we'll get to the fan question. I, was, I don't mean to keep going on. I order like a shower head enema, like, like I'm doing it on set. Okay. No oopsies. So like I'm in Vegas and I didn't bring that thing with me. So my makeup friend, Sheena underscore czar. Yeah. I'm promoting her. She's awesome. She's based in Vegas, does, um, mainstream stuff. She's awesome. Anyway, she's like, Oh honey, I'll just stop and get you an enema. Like no problem. I was like, perfect. Anyway, but it's not even about that. It's just, I feel like it doesn't self lubricate, you know, and that's the hard part you know, where the vagina does. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. I'm talking about a shot of liquor. You're talking about a shot in the ass. I'm talking about dick in the ass. Yeah. What the so, fuck are we doing? You wanting a dick in the ass on the podcast or you want a shot? No, no, no. A shot. But he'll be like, no, he's like, it's good. He's like, but you know, and, um, maybe because I don't know, I enjoy both, but I think he enjoys my vagina. It is platinum. Just saying. Okay. Platinum. You got a platinum yeah. vagina. Um, yeah. That's yeah. okay. Uh, it means it's good. It means it's good. Good stuff here. Platinum is, is, is more expensive than gold? Well, it is. I mean, I'm not a jewelry person, but when it comes to, you know, my vagina, it's pretty damn good. Anyway, getting up, moving on. What were we talking about? Um, we were going to ask us, you know, a question. question. Yeah. yeah, fan question about a relationship, but you're over here talking about taking shots in the ass, and I'm thinking you're talking about taking shots of liquor. Um, People do that, you though, taking, you know. You, instead of taking Ciroc, you were taking Sircoc. I get Sir you. Oh, my gosh. I love it. That's awesome. All right. There we go. Um, this is this is kind of a question that uh, this person was having trouble, and uh, it's one of those they're they're in their situation they're in a relationship okay and they said i really love my girlfriend i want to start off with that okay I really love my girlfriend but i don't see myself wanting to be with her but i don't want to let her go mm. how can you ask her to stay with you but being an open relationship where we both can be going around but yet still see each other at the end of the night that was a fucking good question it's a good question. However, it's, it's kind of confusing because it's like, okay, so he wants to still have sex with other women and he wants to just be with her at the end of the night. Or I don't know, does he want to live with her? I need a little bit more clarification. What did you get from that? I mean, I have no fucking clue. I literally was like, I, when that question came up, I was like, dude, what a question. It's like, 
you really you you love this girl you want to be with this girl you want to marry this girl but you don't want to be settled down and stuck with her so you also want to explore out but you want her to explore with you or go exploring yourself but at the end of night you're coming home like so the way i perceived it is like because she's asking us or he's asking us it's like what if they wanted to do a porn star you know, what if they want that porn star life where they go around and they bring people in kind of like you do and they want that lifestyle, but still come back home, even though you have business, like, I, I don't know, but I thought it was a good question. How do you change someone's mind to see if they'll be in an open relationship? How do you bring that up in the first place? You know, in all honesty, I think like being in an open relationship, you it's not easy. And I'm technically not even in an open relationship. It's not open. Like we have our own kind of things that we're cool with and we're not. So I think an open relationship is just so different. And I think it takes two special people. I don't know. I mean, I feel if a guy asks for that, I don't, I mean, he's got to explain as, as to why. I don't know. I don't know. That one's really hard. I feel like you know, we'll wait till that person comes back. Cause we can't answer that question. Cause you don't know their intentions. And also we're not trying to give a relationship question. If you have fucked up intentions. Yes. If your intention is just to get all, you know, the ass that you want and like, just think you're going to fuck everything and then come home to your chick because, you know, maybe she has a good job and, you know, and she's uh, cooks well. And I don't know, like she keeps her place up and, and she's a cool place to rest your head. Like, I need a little bit more. I mean, I think if you love somebody enough and you truly want to be with that person, I wouldn't go straight to open relationship. I think it's like baby steps, you know, try bringing someone else in the bedroom, try, you know, see if she's comfortable with uh, playing along with a girl, you know? So I think it's just, it's baby steps, you know, it's not just, oh yeah, okay, we're good. I want an open relationship because the chicks, if a guy said that to me, it's like, eh, like something's going on, like something he's bored in the bedroom, maybe. Because usually open relationship, they don't, it's not the emotional baggage that they want. Because could you seriously, if you were in a relationship, want to handle somebody else's emotional crap? Like, I don't want that shit. That shit's baggage. That shit is heavy enough. I have your shit. I'm not dealing with somebody else's. Let's just, let's just bang. So to me, it sounds more about the sex. I think, I think at the end of the day, we have to pry into that question. Uh, This person needs to uh, elaborate a little bit more because it was such a closed in question that we don't know the intention. So we can't give a follow-up answer. Um, but I have another question and, uh, this one, this one is a question is how do you, I don't know. I don't want to keep asking how, um, what's the best way to get what you want and then get out. I, I'm assuming that this person, you know, these are from guys obviously, but, uh, they want to know how to just slide in there, get a little bit of that kitty and then dip out you know, without causing any ripples. Cause you isn't know that, what that is. Right. Isn't that what Tinder's for though? Just a random hookup, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, but can you do that on the DMS? That's my question. How would you do that on the DMS? Here's a Julian Mark question. Guide me through to get a girl like Michigan state, like Jacksonville, like the new one that's coming through that we don't know about yet, but they're coming back to drive to the middle of the map to get a little bit of lusty lust right there up the hand. How do you get that? How do you get that? Get in, get out. 
I mean, I think while I did actually get a really um, hot, I was like, holy shit, like these college girls are savages. If they're from Missouri, send them my way. Savages. Here's what I got in my direct message today. Let me tell you. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So let me see. I got like, I was like, damn, she went, went real, real, like that shit turned really dirty real quick. So let me find you a little. Is it a real person or is it like somebody with five or six followers? No. Five or six followers. She's got 1,275 followers. She goes to CM. Oh, she's a Central Michigan University. She's a graduate. So she looks like she just graduated. Okay. Fresh, Um, young. Yeah. We'll say her. So her name is Carly. We'll leave it at that. And she uh, direct messaged me 247. Are you in Michigan with little heart faces? I'm like, yes, I live in Michigan. She goes, oh my God, perfect. And then she put a kitty cat and put play with question mark sit on my face please swear to god i go well that would Would yeah i go well that would be fun and um and then i put where do you live in michigan and she she said i live in grand rapids and i was like it's a few hours for me but let me know when you're in my area um if i'm ever in your town let me know she put okay like so you know it's a few hour drive you know i don't usually travel for for vagina i let the vagina travel to me and uh same with the penis you know but uh, yeah, Carly's got some game. I I am not not. I'm liking her uh, aggressive style. So, so Carly, <laughs> coming yeah, to the Carly. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, um, yeah, so in the DMs, it's hard. I don't know. People I mean, suck. I know it's hard. I mean, do you say you know I'm not looking for anything serious, just looking to like I don't know. Then it's I, just- have a, I have a few tactics um, how to approach it. Like we talked about at the beginning episodes, I have a few tactics. I keep it fun and playful. But the thing is, is that a lot of people want a little bit more. And it's very mm-hmm. difficult to get in the DMs because the DMs is more personable. Yeah. Most people give out their DMs instead of their phone number. You know, yeah. they, they yeah. give out their Instagram instead of the phone number because it's just, it's less stress. I don't know. It's less like, threatening when you have it on yeah. there like if we stopped it you don't have my personal phone number and yeah. you can't blow me up exactly because everyone has their phone so it's like if i text you and you don't text me back it's like damn yeah. you know where the instagram it's like oh well she's busy he's busy you know whatever if they don't read my message that type of thing so i get it well i, I see it we'll, we'll work on it we can work on it next time but let's uh let's close out um let's get this show keep it short let's close out with a new segment the new thing, the adjustment called Beauty and the Beast. And let's highlight your pick. We're going to okay. give her the beauty and we're going to give her the beast. But before we do that, oh, I shit. have to just talk about my friend Juan because oh. real quick, because <sighs> I know we were kind of switching it off, but I, I kind of want to talk a little bit about I, the fights. Can we I'm have like two, like five minutes? That's it. Yo, five we can minutes. talk about the fight. I didn't even think about the fights. I was sitting here just like, we're having fun. We're enjoying it. I was like, you know, I we're know. gonna make it short. But Juan Archuleta, yeah. new Bellator bantamweight champion. This is so exciting. I'm so happy for him. You know, I met Juan uh, probably four or five years ago. I don't know exactly, but when I met him, I sat with him and his friend after a shoot. Um, I was uh, staying there and then flying out either that night or the next day. Long story short. We met in a restaurant and just had dinner. It was the first time I was meeting him. He was so nice. So like just, just appropriate. And just, he wasn't like a douchebag. You know, just he's a just stand a stand up guy. 
Yes. You know? And I was like, Oh my gosh. So, um, his friend was showing me photos and like videos of his training. And he's like, you know, this guy's going to be champion one day. And I was like, wow, like he's intense. Like he's so talented. And it was just to see his training was insane. Like his cardio is, I don't know. It's, I've never, I don't know. It's, I can't even explain, like, it's like he could go all day. So, um, I was like, wow, that's awesome. I'll definitely like, you know, keep my eye on you or whatever. And here it is, you know, it's here. So I'm, I'm just so happy for him. And, um, I don't know. I, I watched the fight. Yeah. In Vegas, I streamed it from my phone. Uh, I, I couldn't miss it. So, um, congrats to you, Juan, like, uh, yes. well deserved for sure. Let's, let's actually make Juan our beast. Cause Juan deserves to be the beast in this podcast. He yeah. is the man. Look, I met Juan through Tim Elliott, um, and a couple other people, but you know, they came out to Vegas. I've seen him around a lot of people with like Lance Palmer with Joseph Benavides, you know, and I've watched Juan for years. Um, this guy has been in some of the most exciting fights. Um, he's fought some of my friends, you know, who passed away not too long ago. And Juan is even, you know, Juan even put out, that's what I love him the most. He put out like an RIP message saying like, this kid, you know, this kid gave me one of the toughest fights, things like that. And the guy did, the guy took a short notice fight against Juan Archuleta. You don't go up to that, you know, Juan, but either way, Juan's fought some of the greats, some of the best people, um, He's finished some of great people as well. Uh, he's got people like uh, Brandon Hastings. He's got Mark Dickman on there. He's got Jeremy Spoons, uh, Ricky um, Bangelatas or Bangelas, Bandalejas. Uh, he got Henry Corrales. He's fought him. You know, he's fought Pitbull twice. He just yeah. beat Patchy Mix on a decision. He was the underdog in that plus two something. You know, Juan is a savage. Juan is a great dude. He's an awesome training partner. He's there for you the whole entire time. Rain, sleet, or snow. He's traveling all over the world. He's a family man. That is why he is a beast. And if you watch his training regimen, if you watch his fighting style, everyone puts him out. Everyone says he's not going to be able to be what he is, this, that, and the other. But this guy doesn't give up. And he goes in, and he goes in for the win. Doesn't matter who you are. And, he, like, again, he's there every single day. Every time you saw TJ Delsaw training – Juan's there. Anytime you see any of these like big guys, big names training and fighting, Juan's there. And uh, he's our beast. I love that. And I love him. And I love the fact that he uh, paid homage and he was just um, so humble when he talked about, you know, Cub Swanson and all the help that he, you know, and support, you know, he has given him along the way. And I just thought like, it gives me chills just to think, um, of how sweet that was. And I mean, he didn't need to do that. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm champion, but I'm, I'm still able to shine light on the people who helped me become who I am because ultimately a champion, I mean, you, you guys do it, but at the end of the day, you have a great team and it, you know, to help you. And I just thought that was really nice that he did it. Absolutely. And might I mention, sorry, I keep cutting you off, but I'm so passionate about the Archuleta family. Go. Um, his beautiful wife, Janae, um, is always in his corner. I mean, she preps his food. She's, you know, taking care of the kids. Like, you know, a champion is, is not just created, they're made, you know, like, or that, I think that's how you're, you know, and it takes like a team and, and she's, you know, his, his rock. And, um, I just love that her. whole entire Archuleta family is like the type of family you want 
the world to resemble. You want that kindness. You want that support. You want that that building block because, you know, his kids are going to grow up to be successful. They're going to be loved by everyone just by how his personality is. Like he, he was taught a good lifestyle growing up. And like you said, with Cub and all the other people that he's helped TJ Dillashaw, um, even wrestlers, like you had um, a lot of wrestlers, like the, the magic man, um, uh, Taylor fucking, um, Oh man, I can't even think our Olympian. Oh man. Either way. He's, he's been there for everyone and it doesn't matter rain, sleet or snow. They're there. And Juan, I love him. I love the dude. Nice guy. Great person. Yeah. You guys don't know. You need to follow this guy. He yeah. is a beast. He is a baller. And like we said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, when you win, I win. And that's the same thing. Juan's mentality is when he wins, so does everyone in his team wins. And that's why he's bringing them all up because they all deserve it. Because they all sweat, they all cried, and they all bled together. Yes. yes. Juan, you're the man. We appreciate Woo-hoo! you being the beast. And Champ. let's go into your beauty. Well, I mean, Juan can be the beauty too. He has that glorious, that glorious beard. So the beauty and the beast, he's part of it. The second string is going to be your beautiful lady that I have not even looked at, but you showed it to me. So we're going to look at this together, everyone. Yes. I'm done talking about the fights, though. What fights? I'm taking five minutes. Last night. What's last night? Holy shit. I forgot Deloney about last night. and oh, Nico man. Price. What did Nico Price, what mm-hmm. did you think about that? I, okay, I'm telling you what I think right away. I love Cerrone. He's a Hall of Famer. He's, you know, he's what? He has more wins than the UFC, whatever, all the stats. And I just think he's, he's a cool dude. Um, I, uh, I don't know. That fight was hard to watch, though, for me. I just feel like I don't know how to feel with that. Like, I don't know. Is it time for him to take a break, be with family? Uh, because if he wouldn't have got those, those point, the point for the eye poke, I don't think he would have won. Oh, he, he didn't win or a draw that's what i should it yeah. was a drop he would have lost look this is the thing you know afterwards i even listened to dana white talk and dana even stated that it's about that time that he, he doesn't Cerrone may not like it but he's gonna have that conversation because it's that time for him and the way it looked you know he didn't look good he didn't it, it, there's a time that you need to hang it up and you can't be doing the same thing and we, we all love Cerrone, but it's he hasn't looked good in a while and it's not getting any easier for him. You know, if he wants one more fight, I would love to see before he leaves Donald Cerrone versus the James Krause. Let's run it back the same one they fought in WEC. Donald Cerrone got the win. Bring him back. That would be a good hype fight. Um, and it's just another fight for Donald to, to go against. It's both stand-up fighter. Both of them, you know, have mutual respect for each other. I think that would be a good fight if he does want that again. But – I'm not opposed to him retiring. He needs to, he needs to really hone down and figure out what he needs because Dana's saying that he needs uh, to to be that family man, and we all saw it this weekend. Um, he needs to be that family man. Same with Tyron Woodley. I know, but I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. I respect him. He's he's been around forever. I mean. You know, obviously he's he's kind of changed his fighting style up a little bit. Um, I I don't know. I just feel at this point, you know, I just the last couple fights I did not see the 
the passion, the, the hunger, the fighting style. Like he came out strong in the first, I don't know, a couple minutes of the first round. And then I feel like, I don't, I just feel like he hasn't there's changed no fire at left. He hasn't changed at all. If you watch his fight with Damian Maya, um, ever since he's fought Damian Maya, he even wonder boy, you know, he, he's done the same thing. We're going to back up to the cage and we're going to play off the cage and hopefully it goes well. Uh, even when he did with, he, the first round of his fight looked the same as the first round with Darren Till. He came out looking like he was going to do something. The only difference is that he got Darren Till and then it, you know, Darren's not, wasn't evolved to where he is now. Even though Darren is a really amazing striker, he, he got him. He ended up taking him and doing that. But since then, you know, he hasn't evolved in any of his fight. He backs up to the corner. He tries to throw these single bombs where everyone's putting bomb volume. You know, if you only have to worry about dodging one punch, then you're good. Uh, and that's what happened with Kumar Usman did that to him. You know, obviously Cody Covington did that to him. Um, Gilbert Burns did that to him. And they all just came with pressure and came to, to take him out. And, you know, it, it just – at this time, it's like, look, your coach even said it during the, the interviews prior, was talking about how to be hungry again, how to do that. You're not hungry anymore. You're at that time where you had a great career. You had a great successful career. You've done a lot with it, but it's time to hang up the, the boots. It's time to hang up the gloves, you know, that more so than Donald Cerrone. Yeah, you know? I feel like, yeah, okay. I see a little bit more fight in, in, in Donald, but like, I guess at this point, I maybe Ty, or Tyron needs to figure out like, what am I fighting for? What's my motivation? Like, why am I doing, I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, I kind of, I can kind of relate. And I know it sounds goofy and adult, like at this point, what else do I want to do in my career? And you kind of, it's lose not, the it's not the same though. It's not the same. The, well, it's not no. the same. There's Apple power, North. there's cardio, there's um, fatigue. There's the, the grind of going to practice every single day. You know, doing a camp is not a simple thing. Doing a camp takes yes. a lot of dedication, right. takes a lot of stress. Cutting the weight takes a lot of stress on your body. Yeah. And not only that, at you know, you know, in your 30s, in your 20s and everything, your regenerative body can rebuild itself and go like that. But as you get older, it starts wearing out. You know, and there's not a lot of people that can stay at these competitive weight classes that yeah. are you know, higher than 36 and it's tough. Now you get yeah. some in the higher weight classes that do it, but they get to the point where they hang it up because it's, it's that time, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a bad analogy because I can't even compare the two in a way, but no, I, it's I, not. I, just you like feel... career wise, like, ah, eh, you know, but you're right. It's just so hard on the body. Well, you know, taking a mandingo penis is not easy. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Okay. So you're so, a fucking champ on saying. that one. It's an occupational hazard, a beautiful occupational hazard. I mean, like, that's big. Yeah, but, I would never do it in my life. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Okay, sorry, I went there. But um, I was trying to, my best comparison. Uh, anyway, but I love him. And I just, I have, you know, much respect for both of them. And, uh, but. Um, yeah, it, I do too. But like I said, man, it's just, it's one of those situations that you have to know that it's time. Like, you can't just keep going. It's not like you looked somewhat impressive on this one you yeah. have progressively looked worse and worse and worse at the last three fights and they all look similar and it gets to the point you just spent you literally spent probably 75 minutes um 75 minutes of maybe 72 minutes of just getting your ass beat and 
there's nowhere you're really going to go because who are they going to give him next? That he's going to get hurt. And it's just, it's not protecting the fighter. And it's just, when you're done, when you're out of it, he made so much money outside of the UFC. It's time to go. Right. It's okay. time to call it. Okay. I can't talk about it, that anymore. It makes me sad, but um, <laughs> last fight. Uh, and I, I can never say his last name right. Kamzat Kimov. Am I saying it right? Kamov? Oh yeah. Kamzat uh, Chima- Chimaev. Yes. I'm saying it wrong. What the hello? Anyway, 17 seconds. Holy shit. Yo, he's out. Oh, that was... yeah, he rocked him. I mean, his jaw just, that was, holy shit. That was so awesome. I was like, what the Yo. hell? And I missed it. I turned my back for one second. I had to watch on a replay. Not happy. He's a savage. The kid's, the kid's definitely good. You know, uh, Gerald Mershart said it. He was like, yo, this guy has came in. He fought John Phillips. He's fought a guy that's never made his debut. And he took him down and he outwrestled him. And then he fought a guy that's a striker. He took him down, outwrestled, submit him. Now he took a jujitsu guy and struck a jujitsu guy and knocked him out in 17 seconds. That's exactly what he needed to do. Um, it's exactly what he needed to do. And they want to push him up. I think they should push him up. Yeah. You know, I think they put it, should push him up. I think he needs to stay at 70 though, because this is a different, I think the kid's good. I think he's yeah. amazing. I think he's impressive, but you know, he knocked out a guy that just got knocked out by yeah. Ian Heinish, who doesn't have that many, you know, hand knockout, one punch knockouts. The, you know, uh, Gerald backed up and literally as he was getting that, uh, that right thrown down the pipe, instead of Gerald kind of hunkering down to hold it, he turned his head and closed his eyes and raised his chin, and that's what caused the knockout. Now, Chemayev, he he deserves to keep going forward. But let's see what he does. Like, he's going against Damian Maya. That's awesome. You put him against Damian Maya, that's a test for to move up there in the top 10, top 15. But, again, that's not a striker. That's a high-end grappler. And he just got knocked out by uh, Gilbert Burns. So that guy's going to jump all the way up, take out Damian Maya, which would be easy. He's going to knock him out. And he's going to be up there in the 70s. He's going to be making money. He's got the hype. He's got the sauce. Um, everything's with him. The kid's got it. He's got it. Now, I want to see what he looks like against somebody like a Leon Edwards. Ah, yeah. Everyone's somebody, comparing him to Khabib. I'm like, uh, oh, it's a little soon for that. No, they, they, they all want, they, they need some sort of reference points. You know, everyone is, needs a reference point. Everyone needs a uh, something, a target to look at to give you an idea. That's why they say Khabib. Like, when you talk to somebody, like, that doesn't really know, like, oh, you know Khabib? Yeah, yeah, this kid's like Khabib. Oh, okay, okay. You know, you don't know the Israel Adesanya? Oh, this kid's like John Jones. You know, that's exactly yeah, yeah. how it is. Oh, they need a reference point. So, the kid's good. The kid has it. He's a Dagestan, or he's a, he's a Russian fighter out of Polish or Poland. And, uh, yo, he, he's got it, man. He's got it. And I'd like to see it, but I also like to see him against an actual competitor that is a striker and a good grappler. Cause like, if you put him with Darren Till, he's like, Oh, this, that, and the other. I think Darren Till would hurt that kid. That kid's a massive body. And Darren Till's a tough person to take, you know, whenever you get up there, but, uh, it, he did exactly what he knew. That was solid. It was just, uh, it was just, I was like, holy shit. Like that was, I don't know. I turned my back for one second. That's what I get for trying to make professor X something during the fight. I was like, oh, you're hungry. He's like, oh, you have to, I'm like, no, no, I'm fixing him a burger. Wagyu, which is really good. I was like, oh, whatever. Son of a bitch, missed it. But anyway. It's all you need. Horrible. One punch. 
that is how you needed to finish that fight. That is how that kid needed to finish that fight. And I am, I like it. I like what he did. I'm on it. I, I rock with him. I think that kid's awesome. And I think he's going to smoke Damian Maya if they do put it out there. I think he'll smoke him and knock him out quick. You know, I, I actually truly believe that. But I want to see what he looks like against somebody that's not – I want to see someone looks like that he's fighting in their prime. You know, yep. that makes sense? Yep. Damian yep. Maya's on the way out. He just got, got knocked out. Yep. Gerald yep. Mershart – awesome he's a good competitor he's a great fighter but he's had 40 something fights and he's he's had in a rough he's having a rough time um but that kid that kid has the sauce that kid has it that's awesome all right i just had to get those few that i wanted to talk about um sorry i was just like oh my god this is so awesome so Moving on to our hottie of the week. Now I know oh, I was beauty, just... beauty and the beast. <sighs> yes. So, are you guys ready for this beautiful, voluptuous, sexy hottie of the week? Her name is now. Pay attention closely, fellas. Larissa, and I'm going to give you her Instagram so you can look this up. L a r i s s a. Lima, L-I-M-A, real, R-E-A-L, obviously, on Instagram. Now, this beautiful um, hottie is from Brazil. Originally, she was on the 90 Day Fiance, so she was on a few of the episodes, and I love the fact that I thought she was simply adorable before. However, she came over here to the beautiful city of Las Vegas where I, where we were. And, um, she had a transformation, which was great. She's like, Nope, I want to change this, this, and this, this, and this. And I think that's the beauty of America. We have, and and just being, you know, being, I don't know, free country, we can do what we want to make ourselves feel good. So, um, she had a transformation and, um, she's just, I thought she was adorable before transformation. Well, she, um, met with one of the cosmetic surgeries in Las Vegas and just kind of like touched up a few things and changed a few things that she didn't, didn't like that's here nor there. But I like the fact that she owns it on the Instagram. She's very forthright and just kind of pro, you know, be happy, be comfortable in your skin. And if it means, you know, maybe changing your hair color or, you know, you know, enhancing something, she's totally open to it. So was adorable and beautiful, bubbly, sexy Brazilian before. However, now she is um, a more confident bombshell. So I just, I love that about her. Um, she does have an OnlyFans. Uh, she is also in, I guess she has a couple business deals uh, that are in the works, which is great. Um, she does have a publicist uh, and a PR manager. Her name is Lindsay Feldman and she uh, runs a, a great company. Long story short, she's beautiful. She's come here to live the American dream, um, business savvy, uh, just fun. I met her actually in Vegas. We took a picture, but she's like, oh, but we have to wear a mask. She was so sweet. Um, so yeah, that's what I have to say about her. Now, I like I, it. I know you. her. I know her. Uh, I know Lindsay. I met yeah, Lindsay with you. You introduced, oh. yeah, you introduced me to Lindsay and Lindsay and I, um, you know, message back and forth every now and again. Uh, Awesome girl, Lindsay Feltman, for sure. Uh, this girl right here that you have here, um, she's she's 
She's definitely that Brazilian style. And everyone that's listening here, when I'm talking about Brazilian women, you know what I'm saying. This girl's got a donk. She's got that big, juicy booty where it looks like that bubble, but you put a little bit of oil on it, you can just see it and want to get down into it. I don't know if it's a dinner plate, but some people might be hungry. They, uh, When you look at her Instagram, it catches your eye. We only have uh, probably about... 14 picks on here mm-hmm. but every one of them is her looking into it her doing something her wearing tight clothes her showing it out and also being a normal person with taking photos with clothes not yeah. being any too sexual with mm-hmm. other people in it um you know she's talking about her journey and where she's gone from one place to the next and how she's overcoming and doing great things so uh, that's definitely a real cool. It's a motivation style um, yeah. Instagram that you'll follow. Plus it's an OnlyFans. I mean, who doesn't yeah. want to be on the OnlyFans uh, lineup? Mm. I would like to see it. I would like to I'm see gonna, it. I'm going to get her on my OnlyFans. When I go to Vegas next, I promise Larissa Lima will be licking. I had to put throw an L in there all over me and I'm going to be licking all over her and I just can't wait. I can't. I just love her. I just want to like motorboat things. I I love her. That booty. I love it. She's got, I mean, that, that booty definitely looks like a dinner plate for sure. She's got them thick lips some high cheeks some Uh, nice, beautiful eyes. Very symmetric as you can see. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, not a lot of makeup. Her boobs are on point. They're pushed up. They look fucking great. Um, Her body's slender but thick she has that hourglass setup uh and i don't know she doesn't she doesn't look too tall but she just looks thick where you need it Mm -hmm. and i think all of it all that body is in that booty yes and i think next time i'm in vegas what i'll do is you know i'm gonna try to like you know, I don't know. I'm going to pull like my dude card out a little bit. I'm going to say, Hey, you know, like we're going to go out and I'm going to take her for like a steak and a stripper. We're going to go to crazy horse three. We're going to see Lindsay. We're going to get a little buzzy and she's going to come back to my room. And then we're going to film a realistic type only fans. Lindsay just doesn't know that she's going to be holding the camera or professor X, whatever. It's going to be just, it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. And then after I'm done, I'm going to sip on my drink and smoke a little cigar and just be like a boss bitch and like watch it all go down. Okay. Okay. That's definitely, Yeah. if you want to smoke a cigar and look at this Brazilian lady and have some steak and strippers with Lindsay behind the camera. I like that. I like that setup. And actually what I personally want to see is someone filming this whole entire interaction. So I can see everybody on the outside. We can have two cameras. We have the camera filming the camera crew. So that way we know this stuff went down. This wasn't an act, but yeah, it's it's amazing. I love it. And uh, shout out to our beast, Juan Archuleta. And Woo-hoo. our beauty is Larissa, Larissa Lima Real. Yo, Larissa, you got to follow me on this because golly, uh, is she married? She's got a, like a special dude. He's really sweet. His name's Eric. I actually met him and uh, he was so nice. He's like, can I get a picture with you? And I thought, well, sure. Like, and she was like, yeah, babe. Like she was just really sweet. She was really what cute. What the fuck so, is a special dude? Like he's just, fuck you, Julie. What the fuck is a special like, dude? Of like supportive of everything that she's doing. Like I can tell he really likes her for her. He's a cool dude. Yeah, but okay. Everybody, hey, everybody, everybody is listening. 
or everybody's watching on YouTube, look at my reaction. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, we had everything. No, fun. Oh, no we're not going to play that game this week. I have good ones for you. Check it out. No, let me just do mine real quick with you. Please, please, please. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. You don't All have right. to give me mine. Because, I've been you know, trying to cut this fucking thing off forever. Yeah, I don't care if you got something waiting. You're gonna, we're going to do porno wedding fight. I'm out here. I met this nice mixed girl. She is half white, half black. She's got a beautiful face. She's got a nice slim body. But oh. the thing is, is that booty is so big. Oh. It literally... If you watch Lil Duval, or if you get on Lil Duval's Instagram, he has this thing, if your booty don't look like a P for period, get the fuck out of here. And if you look at it from a side view, this girl's back comes out so big and so juicy, and it doesn't even look fucking real. It doesn't look like it belongs on her body, but I'm going to tell you this right now. That thing is the funnest ride I've been on in a while, and I'm trying to go back, get down, and get dirty with it. So if you want to give me these porno uh, wedding fights, let's yeah. go, because I'm trying to scratch and sniff on some of that shit and hop her on my shillong. On your candy stick? Okay. Let's well. Go. Let's go. Okay. Since today was football, I had to use this one because I was like, oh, I have to do it. Okay. There's just one. Okay. That I'm doing today. Terry Bradshaw. The fuck did you give me an old man? Fucking A. But he is a Steelers boy. So, okay. Let's go. In the back. Terry Hatcher. You she was fucking like suck. This next one, I couldn't find another hot or like disgusting hot? Terry. Did you give me another so, fucking? No. Last one. Carrie Underwood. You have to know. She's hot. I, I know who Carrie Underwood is, but I'm just like, wh wh where the fuck did you come up with these things? Did you just you go remember Google? Yeah, I did. And do you remember when you gave me Joe Biden fucking, uh, you gave me like some fucking Rosie O'Donnell shit and some other things? So you know what? Uh, Julie, you can take this and just do whatever. You have 30 seconds, then you can go to a little beauty, mixed beauty. My fucking... That's what I was going to hear. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, um, I am going to definitely... I'm going to fucking... I am going to fight sex. I am going to fight sex, Carrie Underwood. I don't give a fuck. I want to be aggressive as possible. She better like it. I don't care. I like her like that. And she can sing to me oh because golly, that woman's got a voice, a voice and a vocal fight. cord that I want to hit it just right to make her fucking la la la. And then um, wedding night, we'll go with Terry Hatcher. I can't believe you gave me like a fucking desperate housewife. She's not, she's not my cup of tea, but we're going to have that just like that passion is drunken fucking wake up sex where I'm like, Oh fuck. I fucked up because I got married and it's to you. Um, and then uh, the porno deal, we're going to go with the Super Bowl champ, the man, the myth, the legend. He got them rings on all fingers. We go Terry with the all steel right. curtain back in the day. We'll get that porno because that's going to bring a lot of money. It's going to oh. bring a lot of eyes and everyone's going to want to see the Cuban Missile Crisis and the Super Bowl champ, the MVP, the man, the guy that created the Steel Curtain, Terry Bradshaw. Get it? That's it for our fucking <laughs> our podcast. Night. 
<laughs> Tune in next week as we dive into some of the great sexual questions that we have left over. Next week, it's all going to be relationship setups. I'm going to give you a couple bets on top of that. Yes. We're going to play some more games. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll see yeah, you like and week. subscribe. Like you know, and we subscribe. need that. Thank Yo, you guys if you so much. Leave a comment, if you leave a comment, I, myself, Julian, the Cuban Missile Crisis Marquez, and Kendra, the bombshell lust, the baddie of bad baddies, Sorry. is going to share your, is going to give you a shout out. Yes. Just leave us a comment on Apple. Uh, give us a subscribe on, um, what is it, YouTube, and just leave us some of that. But you have to do them both and show it to us. And yeah. you tag us in it, we'll share, we'll give you a shout. Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks, guys.